what is up, wrestling friends and family. It is me, JB, and the best Chris in all of wrestling podcasts, Mr. Chris Dredd. Welcome back to Chat, Grapple, and Cheat Pops, and we have fired up the fucking time machine. Right. Sweet Jesus, we are about to be in your face. We, yes, correct. And there's no pre-Bandonas here, yeah? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. No pre-Bandonas here. What else can we say? We are hopping back to 2001. It's a weird time in wrestling. WCW's just gone. TNA hasn't arrived. What do we do to fill the void? We certainly get in your face X. with the lost episodes of the XWF. Anyone watching us on YouTube can see me holding the DVD up right now. It has got a fantastic picture of the Hulkster on the front. So this is what we are reviewing. It is XWF, the lost episodes. So it's um, one, two, and three. Um, and also we are reviewing another extra match as well, which is also on the DVD. So this was 2001. Yeah. So this DVD was actually released in about 2008 or something like that, but it was filmed in like, yeah, about 2008 this was, or something like that. But yeah, XWF 2001, what a time. This is fucking carnage, some of it, dude. It is, it's very weird. Oh man, it's good and terrible. There's some, there's very little good and a lot of terrible. <laughs> what can, what can we say? Like, if we're going straight into the DVD here, Jimmy Hart and Nobsy Baby, Brian Nobs, they talk about that, that the XWF wasn't created to compete with the WWE. And that's fine. That's fair enough. Like, that's a, mm -hmm. an interesting way to look at it. But they said that between Jimmy Nobsy and Greg Valentine, they came up with this idea for the XWF, which I believe stands for Excitement. Oh, really? I I was going to... Yeah, I, I yeah. wasn't sure. Uh, from what I was reading about earlier, it stands for Excitement Wrestling Federation. And it was made to be a family-friendly, probably that late 80s, early 90s wrestling federation where yeah. you know it's good guys, it's bad guys, it's clean matches, no weapon, barely any weapons, I don't think. I think we had... No some brass knuckles or something brass knucks and a chair maybe but i yeah. don't think the chair got used but obviously there's there's very much this no more prima donnas which is a wild line to spin when you've got some of these wrestlers on the show it, i mate, honestly that that's the thing that made me laugh when you've got hulk hogan saying the tagline no more prima donnas it, it do they know he what irony it. means yeah. like come on <laughs> And what else? What else is there to get on start here? We were at Universal Studios. It's a hell of a place to film wrestling, of course. You know, Which lots of lots TNA, of companies do it. Yeah, yeah, where it's where TNA was. Um, yeah, WCW had done it. Um, you know, it was yeah, it was where TNA found its home for many years. It's where our good our good buddy Cactus went to watch some classic WCW back in the day in Universal yeah, because right. it was free apparently mm -hmm. to go and watch. Like that sounds amazing, doesn't it? Free wrestling. And yeah, it's a, it's such a weird, it's a weird DVD, but we're going to try and break it down for you because there's a lot of, and I quite like this, there's a lot of very, very small promos. Yeah. And it's not all, it's not all Hulk Hogan. A lot of it is Hulk Hogan. So, you know, once 
every now and again I will mention that someone's done a promo, but if someone like Hogan has done a promo, I won't keep mentioning it. Yeah, because he, he does it basically it's him just saying one line though, you know. But um how good is that though to get you know every like because so many people do these promos, including someone like AJ Styles, who's pretty new to the game at this point mm-hmm. and being on TV, like so they let let him cut a five, ten second promo. Go on, kid. Give me 10 seconds. Promote yourself. Yeah. You know, we're going to stick it on TV no matter what. So it's a good way to... It's like promo class, but fuck it, it's real now. Yeah, like, we're live, pal. Yeah, go out and go out and show us. you got 10 seconds. you got 15 seconds. Do it. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, it was pretty good. you got people... Yeah, I mean, like you say, we'll, we'll mention sort of when when people are littered through it. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's fucking great. But, I mean, fuck it, here we go. Mean Gene welcomes us. Of course Mean Gene's going to be there. You know, the whole crew is here at this point. Yeah. Our commentary team, oh, this is a weird one. Tony Schiavone, fresh out for WCW, and Jerry Lawler, who had quit the WWF because they had fired his wife at the time. Yeah. He quits, and then his wife leaves him, so... Well, and There's and then that. in this, instead of the cat, he has someone called the kitten. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking it's, amazing. Yeah. And they also mention that they might have needs during the show, which is why she's there. Which is oh, yeah, it's messed up. Fucking great stuff. Uh, here's a here's a recurring theme as well. Uh, mean Gene starts the show and introduces our CEO of the XWF, Rena. Rena Mero. Rena Lesnar. Well, she, she they call her <laughs> Rena Mero. Yeah, they, but that now she is Rena Lesnar, and you know I, I believe you and you and Brock squashed your beef, right? Yeah, no, squashed, fam, yeah, squashed. Good. We're we're good, we're tight, man, we're tight, we're good. And Rena she ain't wrestling, so it's blessed. <laughs> you know, she ain't fucking, she ain't, <laughs> she ain't having Luna Carrier. Yeah. 20 minutes. Rena comes out. She talks about sleazy egomaniac promoters. I wonder who she could be talking about. Uh, <laughs> There's no politics. Bollocks. All of this, all of the stuff that, yeah, you know, you want to hear out of a wrestling show, but not really. Uh, there's a new commissioner. Well, it's obviously going to be a like, new commissioner. It's the first show. And the rowdy one turns up. And fucking hell, he's. I mean, he comes out and he's shaming promoters as well. Yeah, he's rowdy as ever, mate. He's going, he's, yeah, it's great. He says that this show is, you know, XWF is going to be about talent and not, you know, I mean, I'm using the word stroke. He doesn't use the word stroke in this, but it was just easy yeah. for me to summarize with the word stroke. It's it's that, you know, living next door to the promoter. That's what I was going to say, living next door to the promoter. Yeah, which yeah. I believe was what DDP did with Bischoff, right? They were neighbors. Really? Yeah. Ah. Interesting. Yeah. One of the, one of the high spots of this show is Piper's promo because it's so full of energy. And it's like, fuck, Piper could still cut a good promo in, you know, the mid 2000s. I think he did later one later on with John Cena as well. On yeah, Raw. he did. Yeah. Yeah. And it was brilliant. Yeah. Like, so we've got that. That's a good, that's a good enough start. I think having Piper come out, we get uh, one of your VT promos with, with kiss. <laughs> and they are the and the and the, the and demon. The, yeah, the kiss demon, and of course they are in your face. It's such a such a slogan, isn't it? In your face. You don't want Gene Simmons in your face. He's fucking patient zero for so many types of syphilis <laughs> and fucking venereal disease, bro. 
Gaze is fucked. Well, it, I mean, it's a, it's much like Chorley FM, but they were coming in your ears. Correct. I don't think XWM would be coming in, coming in your face. <laughs> yes, he went there. <laughs> oh, it's it's too early. It's very early, isn't it, for us? That's right. And we get to our we get to our first match, and it's it's Big Vito and Buff Bagwell. It's it's WCW. I mean, but again, we've got to keep reiterating: this is two thousand and one. Yeah. This is Dr. Dre, 2001, bruv. You know, this is a long time ago. We're looking at it, it's over 20 years ago. But when you're watching it, you're like... doesn't feel like it, yeah. It don't, man. It's nuts. Uh, we also get a very, very quick top top corner sort of screen in uh, promo from the Nasty Boys who just say they're back. That's right, yeah. You know, Nobs had worked WCW for a, for a long time. Sags hadn't. Um, I don't know what went on there, but... Yeah, injury. Nobs. I think he had a bad knee, bad leg. Okay, I've got a question for you now. Yeah. Um, what hindered Buff Bagwell more, bad booking or a bad attitude? Oh, I mean, let's be real. Buff had the stuff, right? He had the look. He could work. You know. Um, he was on the traje- trajectory for top line status right? in '97. Yeah. You know, he had that neck injury. When he came back from the neck injury, he should have been pushed to the moon, and instead they turned him heel like in one night. But yeah, yeah which I would call really bad fucking booking. But he did have a bad attitude. Yeah, that too. So which one hindered him more? I'd probably say his attitude, because yeah. it, it, with the bad booking, he could have just knuckled down and done it, and maybe turned it into turned chicken shit into chicken salad. But his attitude didn't allow him to do that. So. Maybe I I would say you know it's that and his mum kept calling the office. Yeah, yeah. I will say a lot of these are just short matches. They're not very long matches. So you know, if we summarize quickly and say, oh, it's a blockbuster for the win for Buff. Yeah. Don't know, think we also, haven't watched it. Yeah, that's quite <laughs> no. You know, we've watched through. We've watched nearly three hours of this. So you can yeah. you can see these on YouTube. Um, the XWF lost episodes. You've got one, two, and three. Oh yeah, I'll there. link them. Yeah, for yeah, sure. You can you can see these. These these are on YouTube. You so can watch a lot. You can watch along with us. Yeah. Yes, you can watch along with us. Uh, we go to a backstage area because the cruiser waits, and from what I could point out, it was Prince Ikea, Juventud Guerreras looked like he was there. Psychosis, AJ Styles, and Low Key were all in yeah. there. I couldn't pick anyone else out. No, I couldn't. They were hidden around the corner. There were a couple of other lads there. As well. And yeah. Roddy Piper says there'll be a battle royal for the Cruiserweight Championship, you know, soon, very soon. Uh, another match comes up. Marty Jannetty. Here we go. Big Marty's back. And he is taking on Hale. That's his name. And Hale is with Jimmy Hart. And fuck me, Hale is jacked. Oh, he's big. Big he's, boy. He's pumped, but he's not as pumped as others. He's I'm pretty sure our... I'm pretty sure wellness policy wasn't discussed in the XWF at this point. Oh no, um, you know it's it, it's sort of like um, I was watching the Joe Rogan's had quite a few wrestlers on recently. Obviously, he's had Hulk Hogan, he's had Kurt Angle, and they spoke about um, in Pride or, or or whatever at a certain time. Uh, they they specifically stated in their contract, we do not test for steroids in their contracts. And I'm pretty sure it was sort of in in this. They we do not test for steroids. You're yeah. all good, mate. Hop on that cycle, Tour de France, Jordan Grace. You're all good. Oh, <laughs> there's a shot. Shot's uh, fired. 
this is a this is a squash match for Marty Janetti is enhancement talent here. Yeah, it's a it's a leg drop from Hale for the win, and then we cut straight off to Maximum Force, which is Simon Diamond and Johnny Swinger with oh. Dawn Marie. So obviously ECW is out of business as well. Yeah, that's right. There's so a lot of getting... ECW guys on this. Yeah. Big Vito, we've already seen. Oh, and okay. a friend of the show we see shortly. But we do. We do see a friend of the show very shortly because but up next is another match. And fuck me. Horace Hogan. Big guy, you know. Yeah. Taking on and I, I was surprised because the British Bulldog music played. Yeah, was it, it or was it not just the start of it? No, it was the the, the whole thing. And like oh. but it's not the British Bulldog, it's not Davy Boy, it's Ian Harrison. Who they later call the British Storm, I think. The British Storm he was called then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they're calling him Ian Harrison in this bit, and fucking hell, <laughs> this guy is pumped. Oh, he's pumped. He is. I mean, there's a there's got to be another word for you know mega jacked, <laughs> but sweet lord, and uh, it's time we hand out an award. Correct, he's the winner. Because there is no way anyone is beating this guy for this award at this time is the ico pro award it is back it's been missed i'm sure it is but our ico pro jacked award winner is mr ian harrison because sweet lord he is fucking huge oh former bodybuilder you know yeah <laughs> i mean do you reckon he was uh had anything to do with the older uh, wbf i mean maybe but you know but they it's say a little bit of a long time since then, yeah. It was but... wrestling since the age of six. It's probably Jack since the age of six. They, <laughs> fucking they said it, man. He's been he's been wrestling since the age of six. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll ask him one day. Oh, but yeah, maybe. You never know. Uh Jerry Lawler calls him unbelievably ugly. One of Jerry's one liners. I mean, you get a few, but they're not it's not great. No, and... no, it's not. I mean, he wouldn't say that to his face. No. And we get a leg scissor submission. He just wraps his legs around his head, mm-hmm. and Horace has to give up. It's a like I said, a lot of squash matches here. And then we go to we cut to Johnny B. Bad, Mark Merrow's back. I I've yes. totally forgotten that he had this run, mm-hmm. or whatever, however long it was. Yeah. In, uh, but he used Johnny B. Bad again. Like I guess he's not. I guess they know there's no copyright owner of it, so he can be Johnny B. Bad. Yeah, yeah. We then get the Cruiserweight Battle Royal, which is one of the, probably the second best match on the show. Yeah. Uh, as far as I can see, again, like they don't mention a lot of names. It's very slapdash, but Psychosis, Loki, Juventud Guerrero, Prince Ikea, who I think is called. Tongan, the Tongan Prince. Tongan Prince, yeah. Kid Cash. <laughs> yeah. Christopher Daniels, AJ Styles. And they show a couple of times they show uh MTV's tough enough runner up, Josh Matthews, yeah, in the crowd. And they talk about him, you know, maybe you know, getting a rough deal, maybe as being the runner up. He's not. He, Maven should have won that. <laughs> it's, a, it's an okay match. There's a there's a collision <laughs> from the top rope, like from each corner for um, I mean, yeah, they call him Quick Kick, but it's Kid Cash and Loki. They they come across and they catch each other, and it's a it's a good thing, and the crowd love it. The crowd are pretty into it. Yeah, I mean it's it's similar to the old Logan Paul. Um... Yeah, but they go from corner to corner. They don't springboard off the ropes. Yeah, so. yeah. 
it's uh, yeah, it's it was all right. There was a few good moves, nothing nothing major. Like it was pretty quick as usual. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kid Cash gets the win. He's your XWF Cruiserweight Champion. Yeah, man. What's next? Alice Cooper shows up next. Yeah, yeah. To get in your face. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> it's such a. <laughs> I, I I mean, this is a. It's not the main event, so I thought it was the main event of episode one. It's not. It's the Nasty Boys and the Shane Twins. The Shane Twins are pretty big as well. They're not super jacked, but they're big guys. Yeah, but I mean, they signed to WWF. Didn't they, they did. WWE. They 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 did end up in the WWE, yeah, for a bit. Um, Sags is still stiff as fuck. Uh-huh. That's something I noticed. He was elbowing one of the Shane Twins in the face. Pretty grim. Um, again. <laughs> Short match, massive clothesline from one of the Shane twins, and they win it. They get the upset. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, Nasty boys decide that they are not happy with this. They attack the Shane twins, and then the Road Warriors make the save. So it's, I mean, it's, it's essentially Legends of Wrestling, but a story mode. Yes, exactly, exactly that. <laughs> it is Legends of Wrestling, but story mode. What with... game that was. You know, fantastic. I love Legends of Wrestling. I've got both of them here on the on the Xbox. Yeah, I mean, but did you notice that um I mean Road Warrior Hawk would die a couple of years after this. The next year, I think. Two thousand and three, I think he ended up dying. Um it's and he was looking yeah, he was looking pretty skinny. Um Kurt Hennig died in two thousand and three as well. Yeah. Yeah, because after Sorry, this match here, we get Willie Nelson and Jim Duggan. Yep. Hacksaw talking about being in your face. I don't, it's a funny slogan, that. Yeah. And then we get a, a video sort of thing of Vampiro, and he's just complaining. That's all I remember about it. He's moaning. Just, yeah, it's my time now. Yeah, like, I was never a big fan of Vampiro, to be fair. No. And which is annoying because the main event is Vampiro. <laughs> uh, Kurt Henning with his agent, not his manager, his yep. agent, the greatest manager of all time, Bobby. without doubt. Yeah, Bobby the Brain Heenan, and without Bobby, doubt. Bobby does Kurt's introductions as he should. This match, I'll be honest, Kurt is still bumping like a G. Oh, he's he, Kurt Hennig is one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time, without a doubt. You've got I mean, my top five probably wrestlers of all time would be Kurt Hennig, Mr. Perfect. Yeah. Um, you've got Kurt Angle, absolutely. AJ Styles is 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 one of my favorites. Um, and then the other two, you know, it, it's you know, people would say, you know, Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior, Pro- probably but probably no, CM not, Punk, right? No, I mean, no, it's, it's definitely not that, bro. <laughs> um, but I would say Eddie Guerrero. Is one of my yeah. one of my absolute favourites of all time, um, and you know, go, going back, if you want to look at legacies and all that and what they've done, you know, Ric Flair has has to be there. So you know, there's my top five sort of of all time: Ric Flair, Eddie Guerrero, Kurt Angle, Mister Perfect, yeah, um, and AJ Styles. You know, that is for me. That is it's controversial that because you've omitted Brett, but. Brett, I love Brett, but the, the the thing with Brett is he is the excellence of ex- execution. There is of, of that, there is no doubt. 
but charisma wise, he was never really, you know, his matches, you could watch them and just absolutely beautiful the way he worked. But with wrestling, as we know, it's not all about the wrestling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. is entertainment as well. Um, you know, but people can say that about AJ Styles. You know, AJ Styles, you know, charisma wise, he was never really that great. Um, but it was just when I, you know, it, 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 for me, it's, you know, but Brett is well up there, but I've only got five. You get what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, Brett Hart is absolutely up there. Maybe, maybe we'll 10. do an episode and pick out top tens. Top tens would be better because you've got to have a top 10 and Brett would for sure be in that, in that top 10. You know what I mean? Right. We'll, we would yeah, have we'll, to do that. We'll, we'll think about that. an episode. Yeah. Very soon. Yeah. Uh, where were we? Uh, yeah, so I've got Kurt, Kurt, Kurt still still Beautiful. bumping like a G. Yeah, so fucking good. Like this match is it does descend into chaos because Heenan will obviously stick his nose in. Piper then KOs Kurt with a brass knuckles or something that looks like brass knuckles, and uh, Vampiro wins it. I mean, not my favorite result, obviously. Well, yeah, because basically um, Heenan gets out the nuts to use him. Um, Piper comes down, takes him off him, wallops um, Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hennig, and yeah, Vamp gets the win. Um, you know, it's it's that age-old story of Mr. Perfect being so good, he can just put over anyone, yeah. you know? And He's he just that He was that good, you know? Um, I mean, Ravishing Rick Rude would also be up in my top ten, just, but, but just because in the ring, he was fantastic. He looked a million dollars, you know. And there's a, there, I, I sent you that video. Do you watch that video about the 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 mystery of um, ravishing Rick Rude of of actually his death and and stuff like that, yeah. you know? Controversial shit, but basically the long and short of it is he had to have his penis amputated because he um, was injecting Viagra into it, and because of that, he committed suicide. So it's fucking crazy story. I mean, that's out. a that's, I mean, that's just a conspiracy. Oh, it's a conspiracy. I'm not, I'm not for one moment saying that, that you know, it's it's just a conspiracy theory about wrestling. And, you know, it's shout out to Wang that sort of, again, recently brought that to light. Yeah, I mean, I, I think about uh, Ravishing Rick Rude anytime I think about Kurt Hennig because of um, that sort of promo. Do you, think, do you think about his penis? No, I don't think about his penis. You know that promo when like they sort of blindsided... Kurt yeah, Hennig after yeah. he after he died. Fucking garbage, man. WCW it was backstage. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, it was nuts, man. So yeah. whenever I think about Kurt Hennig, I always think about that promo, which is weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Great, great, great worker. Uh Brian Nobbs then rounds off this uh, episode. He uh, acknowledges that Hawk and Kurt have since passed. Yeah. I think this was like recording like 2005 or something. 2008, I think. Yeah. yeah. Or um, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, at that time, even Hawk was looking really skinny. He wasn't looking as jacked as he as he always was. Uh, before we skip on to episode two, can we just say how safe and how you know th this isn't a botchy show in the slightest? No, like say what you want about the way these guys work, and it's obviously very different to what we see on you know an elite show or anything mm. like that. These guys aren't looking to injure themselves. Or others. Or others. Yeah, they are not looking to get hurt. Unless your name is fucking Sags, who I think breaks someone's nose. 
Uh, what in this? Yeah. Yeah. I think he, he. I think someone. Yeah, gets a broken nose. One of the Shane twins gets a broken nose. But outside of that, yeah, there's no no dangerous bumping. There's nothing. No one's trying to hurt themselves. No one's trying to get dropped on stairs head first or anything like that. It's all pretty safe and it's it's enjoyable. Yeah, it's good. I mean, you know, it's it's old fashioned wrestling. Yeah. Um, family friendly, back to the old school sort of early nineties, but in two thousand and one. Yeah. Two thousand and one, indeed. Uh, episode two is beginning, and uh, Jimmy and Nobsy baby bring us back in they don't say anything worthwhile this time to be fair no and let's uh i mean the first match is Juventud Guerrero and psychosis and they're up against conan and ray gonzalez someone who i have no idea from uh puerto rico yeah from puerto rico but i i've never seen anything of him really uh k-dog does his shtick with the microphone you know something he did in wcw the fans seem to be into it very short match. Very, very... It's not even that good, to be fair. No. Um, and Ray Gonzalez hits a twist of fate for the win. That's what I noticed. It was a twist of fate. Like, yeah. Um, you know, and then... In, like, And then we get this whole Mean Gene Rena thing again. It's every show, like, for some reason. It is every show. And she comes out with her security, who you will notice and you will <laughs> recognise. Who I recognised as soon as they came out. But Barbarian. then they said, <laughs> at, like, episode three, they told you who it was. But, yeah, I mean, Barbarian and fucking Tugboat. Um, yeah, Rena comes out, then Roddy Piper, and then Vampiro. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell, Vampiro again. And Vampiro says, thank you. It's an odd segment. It's very strange. Uh, it's not to my taste. What do we get next? Do we get the... Is it Public Enemy next? Uh, Yeah, the South Philly Posse. South Philly Posse. South Philly Posse, they bump into a good friend of this show, Jasmine Sinclair. Yeah. And they have their first vignette into the XWF. It's wild we've had Jasmine Sinclair <laughs> on the podcast. They think it's fucking wild, bro. Well, it's not the only person... Uh, not the only person on this show that has been on uh, been on our show. Yeah. Um, we then get Simon Diamond cutting a promo. He's with Johnny Swinger and Dawn Marie. It's they they he goes after Jerry Lawler for something he might have said about Dawn Marie. The fans then start chanting "slut." Yeah. At Jerry Lawler, I think. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> and, and we yeah Jerry's Jerry's dressed for a match, so why mm. not? Like That's right. you know. It's essentially two on one for the whole match, which is probably about forty seconds. But <laughs> again, no, no great matches. It's a quick one for the king. He gets he hits the pile driver and gets the win. And then we get another one of our little vignettes, and it is another good friend of this show, Sonny Ono with Vapor. What sort of a name is that? Yeah, but it, it, what's his real name? It was like Ichiharu or something, is it? Who Vapor? Yeah. Uh, I know. I think it was um, was it Ryan Sakoda? Uh, let me just have a look. Yeah, Ryan Sakoda. It was. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah, it was Sakoda. Uh, we get another match. Fucking another squash. It's and he hay- was massive though. Sakoda's massive. He's a big unit at this time. Yeah. Big dude. Uh, Hale is back with Jimmy Hart, and he is taking on someone who was only referred to once as Knuckles. Yeah. No <laughs> Sonic. <laughs> um, 
and fuck me hail at one point just launches him across the ring and he lands and poor old knuckles lands in the ropes yeah it is and fucking hell a leg drop and we get another win for hail he's obviously being pushed as a big heel uh, and then uh, what is it next yeah aj styles gets his promo right. yeah and yep. he gets yes a few seconds to cut something why the fuck not yeah well, it's not not the greatest promo you've ever heard, but again, that's what I'm saying about AJ. You know, he, he was never. How, really how else promo. are you going to learn? Yeah, but keep I mean, let's let's not them. forget AJ Styles with uh, Matey Boy. They were in WCW Cruiserweight. You know, they were up there within the Cruiserweight Tag Team Division. You know, um, if you if you look back at our review of Greed. WCW Greed. Greed, yeah. 2001 ish, 2000, whatever it was. They were on that show. You know, so he'd been about, he'd been doing bits and bobs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rocco Rock uh, from the Public Enemy South Philly Posse. His death is also acknowledged mm-hmm. here by Nobsy Baby. Uh, and then we, uh, we get another match. It's. Norman Smiley, fucking hell, Norman. No, there was a promo. There was Who's a promo. promo? Who's there was promo? A promo. It was there was a little vignette. It was Hammer, Hammer Valentine, Horace, and Piper. Oh, that's right. Yes. And they were like backstage, and like Piper's just fucking slapping Hammer. And he's like, "Look at this guy. He's tough. Look at him." <laughs> and then going, Horace, you know, I'll give you another shot. You know, you need to be tough. Yeah. Yeah, you need to be tough. Yeah. And then he's uh, like, Rena, Rena, like he's a fucking. Hammer's got the Hammer's got the arse ache that he's not got a match. He's yeah, dressed for yeah. it, but he's not got one. Yeah. And then it's Norman <laughs> Smiley and Johnny B. Bad. What a yes. What a time yeah, to be alive here. Like great stuff. Um, at one point, it's again short matches. Of course, we get a we get a little wiggle. We don't get the big wiggle from Norman. We get a little wiggle. And but then... Norman Norman works backstage at WWE, bro. What did yeah. do? I don't know if he's still there. I think so. Yeah. Um, Born in jo- the UK, did you know? Yes. That's why he's so fucking good. That's why they got a lot of British guys back there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we get a little wiggle from Norman. Johnny does a little dancing as well. Yeah. Fucking love the Norman smiley wiggle, baby. And uh I, I forgot to mention Johnny B. Bad brings out the bad blaster, doesn't he? Of course he does. Only for his entrance, yeah. Yeah, boy. We are, we are going right back with that shit. Uh, it's a TKO, the old TKO that Mark Mero used in WWF in his run there. Like he hits that on Norman and gets the win. It's, oh man, like it's good shit. It's all right. Yeah. It's just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's because the match is so quick, you're, you're still sort of. Staying with it, they're not like these twenty-minute matches where you think, "Fuck, I need a piss. I need to, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, I can't watch this anymore." You know, or stadium stampedes where you don't know where the fuck anyone is. Bro, talking about that, right? I went into CEX the other day, okay, and there was a guy with a main. You're, event you're not the assistant manager. No, I'm not the assistant manager. This guy's working, so he was wearing a main event Rollins T-shirt, right? So obviously, I told him about the podcast. Mm-hmm. I said to him, I like your T-shirt and all that. And I said to him, oh, just on the off track, have you played the AEW game? He said, yeah, I'm bringing it back. <laughs> and he said it was just boring after an hour. You know, it's just boring, you know? I, I still don't have it. I haven't bought it. So I got a Switch bought for me for my birthday, right? Okay. I, I've been looking at Switch games. And AEW Fight Forever was in CEX secondhand for like 45 quid still. 
like there's no way I'm paying. And even Jeez. online, even online, they're asking for like forty or quid for it. Like there's no fucking way. Nope. No way. No one's paying that. Note, bro. Who the fuck paid for that? I'd love to meet someone that actually paid full price for that game. Yeah, people and likes it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to like it to pay full price for it. Yeah. Um, it's meant to be the Shane Twins and the Nasty Boys, but the Nasty Boys don't come out. And the Road Warriors do. So we've got ourselves a bit of a hoss match. Mm-hmm. Big fucking units crashing into each other. Doesn't last long because the nasty boys are in for the DQ. Seriously, watch these shows on YouTube. Watch, watch get the it. DVD. Do See it. how quick these matches are. Like, you can buy mis- it in CEX, this DVD. I think I, I was in there and it was like £1.50. I've had this DVD years, absolutely years I've had it. And um, you know, you can buy it in CEX for like a fucking one pound fifty. It's well worth having, yeah. Well, get, just get it. Just get, just get it. Quick, quick vignette with uh, Jimmy Snooker and Junior. Jimmy Snooker Junior. I mean, Jimmy will get more in this show later on. Uh, we are at main event time of episode number two, and Kurt Henning with Agent Bobby taking on Buff Bagwell. So. Yeah, you know, the guys who showed up for the taping are getting extra extra main events. Bagwell steps on Bobby's hand at mm-hmm. ringside, which and Bobby sells it perfectly, you know, as he would. Bobby. But we have a Henning Plex for the win. Oh. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so good. Um Vampiro comes out. Yeah. Cheers, mate. But then he's followed out by Ian Harrison, the big unit, the British Storm. I, Piper and Rena come out. Is that? Yeah. So I yeah, can't even read my own fucking hand. Right? Piper shows up. Harrison shows up. Piper shows up. Vampiro. Yeah. Rena shows up. It's fucking yeah. chaos. Because Rena, Rena's telling him, oh, because he was, he had a chair and he was going to hit someone. And she's coming down. She's shouting in his face, don't fucking, you're supposed to be doing this. this, this. You're not supposed to be hitting people. Gives him a tongue lashing as a. Ooh. Uh, I know, <laughs> and that's uh, that's episode two done. And fuck it, let's move on to episode three. Yep, yep. Because we're still going. It's what's what's it's, oh, we start again with Mean Gene and Rena in the ring. Yep, like yeah, we got we got to stop this now. Like, it's, but the thing no. is though, but but Rena's like rubbing Mean Gene. If did you notice it in this one, giving woman vibes? Did you notice that she was trying? She was trying, bless her. Yeah. She would never be Nancy. Yeah, like, you're not, not going to get that. Yeah. Nah. No. Oh, fantastic. Shout, I mean, rest in peace, Nancy. Obviously. Yeah. That was a, it was a pointless segment, this one. Uh, we then cut to Jim Duggan, who's shouting XWF over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it. Literally, that's it. That's all he does. Yeah. yeah Shouts yeah. XWF. Uh, we have a match. Marty Janetti in for another one. <laughs> for another squash he takes on Dresden where it's spelt with a Z in the middle not yeah. an S uh, uh, let's face it Dresden is dressed to go to a German sex party Brav, the, 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 in the discotheque the, the techno rave party yeah he's there yeah, for fucking, straight from for fucking sex. manumission yeah absolutely for the piss sex so oh. he, he's um <laughs> he looks like He-Man you get me he's like got that the the sort of He-Man cross in the middle. He's dressed like He-Man, bro. Like a perverted He-Man. Yeah, like a fucking gimpy He-Man. Yeah, 
He's, 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 yeah, you got to go, you got to see it for yourself. He With does power. Dolph Lundgren haircut as well. Very, very, very sharp haircut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Power bombs Marty for the win. Marty is Owen, what, three? <laughs> yeah. He's fucking getting battered, bro. He's getting squashed left, right, and center. He's getting squashed like grapes in France, bro. Man, job squad, you know, honorary member, I think. That's there, right. Uh, we get another match. It's Horace Hogan again. He's taking on Josh Josh Matthews, who finally gets his uh, his shot. Yeah, after seeing me in the crowd in episode one, uh, Horace is all over Josh until the small package. Yeah, and it yeah it just reminds me of Waltman and Razor, one two three kid. Like yeah. I, I think that was maybe what it was meant to be. Yeah, or maybe even Mikey Whipwreck sort of thing. But... Yeah, yeah. Like no offense, really, and then he rolls him up and wins. Like Josh would famously go on to be a interviewer and commentator on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, what's next? Uh, the South Philly Posse. Yes, uh, yes. The South Philly Posse with a good friend of the show, Jasmine Sinclair, against mm-hmm. the Shane Twins. Uh, very, very shit match. <laughs> it was terrible. And uh, yeah, the Shane twins get another win, so they're obviously being pushed as a big tag team. They get a small, a small package of roll, roll up, sorry, roll up for yeah, the win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Nasty Boys, uh, Legion of Doom, uh, Road Warriors, yeah, they should all show up. It's a big thing at the end of that. Big schmoz. Yeah, and then um, we get a promo from the Wall. If uh, you big, remember the Wall, Big Jerry, yeah, yeah. Uh, another one who's since passed, and they mention that I think, don't they? Yeah. Uh, later on, uh, Mean Gene is with Jimmy Snooker and Jimmy Snooker Jr. Roddy Piper takes no time at all in coming out and going on about coconuts. Right. Really goes in on Jimmy. <laughs> and if you're in the UK, if you're in the UK and you call someone a coconut, it means something completely different. Very, yeah. But um, this is what I found funny. Mean Gene then issues the challenge for Snooker. Yeah. To Piper, uh, Rena comes out like because Piper's saying, No, 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 I can't. I'm you know, this, that, and the other. I'm impartial. Rena comes out and gives him permission, says, Yeah, and then Piper says, No, I've got a sore arm. Yeah, I've got a sore arm. <laughs> I've got to make matches. And then you think he's gonna make a match. Yeah. yeah, he's like, But you think he's gonna make a match with like Snooker Jr. or whatever. And he goes, No, 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 our main event for tonight is gonna be this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Piper, Piper begging off is pretty funny to be fair. Yeah. Like him saying he had a sore arm. So he couldn't work a match. He's fucking good. Beggy Mitchell. Yeah, <laughs> enough you would have to win. In it, trust me, bro. Bear Beggy Mitchell. Uh, we get our. Oh, it's the match of the episodes, isn't it? It's AJ yeah. Styles and Kid Cash. It's good. It's just you know it's what you expect of cruiserweight division in that late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, good great shit. match. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was what was the finish? It was a double like double underhook sort of driver. Thing, yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. Kid Cash uh, comes out with the win, but yeah. AJ again, but again, AJ Styles hits a really fucking sweet um, sort of uh, super kick, but he only does one, and Kid Cash is out of Sparko. You know what I mean? One super kick. Fuck yes, hell. <laughs> I know. You never. Sorry, hear I'm it, feeling you? a bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one super kick. Nah. Yeah. Counterfeit bucks, man. Trust me, bro. (laughs) 
Uh, we get another match. It's uh, what, what is it? Vapor. Vapor. Yes, Vapor yeah. with Sonny Ono, good friend of this show. Yeah. Of course. Shout out to Sonny. And he's taking on Jimmy Snooker Jr. Obviously, uh, Dad Jimmy and Sonny will get involved, and we get a double Superfly splash. You get one from Dad and one from Son, and mm -hmm. there's a win. The ref does a double pin count for some reason, even though Sonny isn't in the match. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, what's next? Ah, oh, yes, Kurt Henning and yeah. Ian Harrison, the big man. They get a tag match against Buff Bagger and fucking Vampiro. Yeah. There just wasn't enough people to go around in this. Or something. Yeah, no, it's fucking great. But again, could we, Ian could Harrison... we not get the Dark Order in? Fucking yeah, no. <laughs> so Ian Harrison again is handed the trophy of our Ico Pro Jacked Award. Um, does he have? Does he need it... to win it twice? Does he like? He's, he's... no, because it's different episodes. So oh, okay. He's won... he's won it for each episode. He got a hat trick. Yeah. He's got the hat trick, bro. Yeah. Yeah, good for him. Good. Uh, I'm, I imagine he'll be pleased with that. Of course. Yeah, yeah. He, he's run away with it, mate. Yeah. As a, again, these matches are so shit and so quick. Small package win for Kurt Henning. That's right. Yes. Kurt gets the win. Yeah, dude. With a roll and... up. <laughs> Small package or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and then Buff and Vampiro go at it. Yeah, it's um, at this point, I kind of want to watch more. Yeah, I mean. You yeah. kind of want to see what else goes on, but it obviously the XWF doesn't really last. It has its, I think it has more stuff going on after these DVDs and these episodes were filmed. But yeah, uh, Brian Nobbs talks about the wall, Rocco Rocker, and Hawk, you know, who've since passed on by the time they're recording this. And then it's time for the bonus match. There is a bonus match on DVD. Kurt Henning, what a star. I mean, he's working Oops. overtime here. Oh yes, but he gets. I mean, he gets the he gets the Hogan rub. The Hulkster is working a match on the XWF. I mean, fucking hell, we've seen him enough times on the DVD already. He just keeps appearing to shout in your face or brother or something like that. Yeah. I reckon he's asked Jack Tunney for this. Of course he has. Yeah. So this Hogan and Henning match is not like anything you haven't seen before. If you've seen it's, Hogan, it's good and, though. I thought it was all right. It it just takes you back. Yeah. And if I could give you the layout of this match so quickly, Henningplex, Hulk up, big bootleg drop, we're gone, finished. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. and that's Hogan it. Blown the fuck up as well. He did. Hogan maybe wasn't in match shape. He mentioned he looked, that he looked good. Yeah, but in the post match interview, he does. Yeah. But he mentioned something else as well. Friend of the show, Brian R. Solomon, mentions about he went to Hulk Hogan's house and because they were wondering about where the big gold belt was from WCW. Yeah. They had to use like um, a, 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 a replica one because they didn't know where the original one was. And uh, he, he was at Hogan's house and Hogan pulls out the original big gold belt. Now... In this post-match interview, uh, Mean Gene Oakland asks Hogan, are you here for the XWF championship title? And he says, and I quote, I stole Ted Turner's gold. Yeah, he fucking admits to it, dude. We have evidence. You're mad. It's all coming might together. Might have come... to, yeah, might have to uh, rip that and show that to Brian. Yeah, proves him right. 
so i mean that's the full dvd yeah that's the whole set we've just given you the whole thing so over two and a half hours yeah go out and watch it go out and buy it you know you can get one for a quid like fucking literally cex one pound fifty i'll buy that for a dollar (laughs) i mean what more can we say i mean we've got you know one or two people have mentioned us reviewing old shit and here we are literally reviewing old shit yeah it literally is old shit because why the fuck not? Because this is what we do. we don't forget our roots, right? This is uh, we, this was up us on the come up, yeah. We would sit through hours and hours of of pay per view just to review them for use lot, yeah. And we would always say, don't take our word for it. Go back and watch it. Enjoy wrestling, yeah. Watch it, please do, because this is just absolute chaos, carnage, mayhem, but. You know, great stuff to be watching. Yeah, there's literally nothing else we can say. So, why the fuck not? Let's get to it. Let's say thank you so much if you're listening. You know, what about a five star review on Apple? Why not give us a thumbs up on Spotify, Good Pods, any of that stuff? Do it. If you're watching, hit the subscribe button. You know, you're never going to miss out that way. You'll see it, you'll know it's here. Hell, we might have some more random shit to talk to to, to review. I'm sure there's plenty more. That... And we might, you know, we might have some news that pops up that we want to sort of jump on and do a little show. And we've got other interviews in the pipeline. There's a big one that we've got sort of penciled in for October that, you know, someone got back to us and said, look, we're busy September, but, you know, mid-October. And that could be a very, very controversial interview, depending. And yes, so we're wait, we're waiting on we're waiting on that at the moment, but things change, you know. But well, plans that, change, but yeah, as always, like I mean, if the timings are right, I think I'm going to go back to the beach and uh, go and chill. Yeah, put me sombrero, yeah. put me sombrero on. Ariba and all them things there. So, what else can we say? Thank you for sticking around. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I am JB, the man sitting next to me, the best Chris in all of wrestling podcasts. The reviewing master himself, Mr. Chris Dredd. <laughs> Take care, everyone. We will see you soon. Bye.